Welcome to See You on the Other Side, where the world of the mysterious collides with the world of entertainment. A discussion of art, music, movies, spirituality, the weird, and self-discovery. And now, your hosts, musicians and entertainers who have their own weakness for the weird, Mike and Wendy from the band Sunspot. It's getting to be that time of year, Wendy. Oh my gosh. Already? Yeah, can you believe it? We're already at the end of 2014. It's shocking. Doesn't it goes it, so quickly. Doesn't it feel like it's like we have, I, I was always waiting for the future to happen. Like I remember being a kid and thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to be 23 in the year 2000. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yep. And now we're 14 years past the year 2000 and it doesn't feel like the future has arrived whatsoever. I think it does. No, it does a little bit. I mean, I'm sitting. We're we are we are we are video conferencing. You know, right? The video conferencing that does feel like the future. No, I agree yeah. with that. And some of the stuff like watching TV on your phone, I guess, feels like the future too. And that we have we have the internet. We have the some knowledge of human existence, like in our pockets at all. Yeah, times. exactly. And people talking to their phones, like making commands to their phones, and the phone responding. You know, it's not. It's obviously far from perfect, but. <laughs> Yes, we're still we're talking to electronic devices and they're talking back to us. You so. know, it, absolutely it is. And I'm with you. Like I I do still I still get amazed by Siri. Like what yesterday I'm like Siri cuz so in Minnesota we don't get the Packers games, obviously. So it's mwah, a, mwah, mwah, mwah. Yeah, so it's it's like a drought. So I'm as I'm driving, Ugh. I'm sitting there, I'm like Siri. How, I could just say Siri, how are the Packers doing? And she would just she would just say it. she's like the Packers are leading the Lions fourteen to three. That's and, great. And a whole thing. So that that does that does kind of amaze me. Yeah, and and also like my dad has a vacuum. He has one of those Roombas. So okay. it's like he has a vacuuming robot. You know, That's I mean, true. it's again, it's not exactly Rosie from the Jetsons, but That's it's pretty I, sweet that my like right. You know, start pushes the button and and leaves and comes home and it's the room is vacuumed or the whole house is vacuumed or whatever you know it's so. how how well does that work because i am the worst vacuumer in the world like i just <laughs> i'm just like oh you know it's good enough like is it pretty good or is yeah, it like I mean, lazy man standards no it does a decent job i mean you want to start off with not a super dirty like base you know you want to okay. do a good job with your regular vacuum first before you get on the routine of having the Roomba do it um, but if you have a really uh, like a higher pile carpet, okay, where it's like you know a thicker, the little yarns are like longer. Yeah, like a shag. Um, the the thing that the one issue with it is that it because it go, it does like a route around the room first to define the perimeter. <sighs> And then it does a random pattern within there, so it doesn't leave track marks. But it's like one of those Martian, like the Mars explorers or whatever. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is. And um, but the problem is that because it it does the perimeter route every single time, you start to see like a little track in your carpeting. If it's sure. if it's a deeper, you know, like a shag carpet or, or even just a normal <laughs> plush one. So that's the only thing that I would say would would prevent me from. Maybe just okay excited about it but then i guess that is amazing i guess we are in the future we're obviously video conferencing on like a flat <laughs> on a flat screen monitor i, I huge guess I, monitors right i'm looking at a 27 inch screen i guess i've just was a i was jaded for one second and you have pulled me out 
of my my jaded attitude. Thank yes. you, Wendy. For I'm that. happy to get really excited about the future and technology. And there's a Google car that drives itself that I'm waiting for. I can't wait to do that because then I'm just going to drink and drive all the time. No, you'll drink and ride. Drink and ride. Yes. Yes. No, I do. I do think that's great, though, because even, especially for old people, I think the real help is going to be for older people and stuff like that. I know my parents are getting out in years and my dad still drives like a champ, but He's going to hit a time when he's not. And so if you yeah. can get in, if you can jump in the Google car uh, and it drives oh, him wherever he goes, I think Absolutely. that'll I think that'll really help old people. So I think that's a wonderful thing. Or I mean anybody who has any kind of like visual impairment or mm. I mean or I people who just don't like driving. <laughs> well, think about if you live in an area where there's no uh, public transportation, then you have to have a car and if you're blind, you never leave the house. Yeah, it's basically like having a cab ride without having to wait for the cab and then, you know, and pay the for guy. it. <laughs> yeah, and then tip the guy. And then if you don't tip him cash, he gets mad at you. <laughs> don't you know how much this cab costs? Yes, I, I know. I get it. Don't say you accept cards if you don't take the tip on cards. <laughs> Enough about that. Speaking of, you always take a cab home on New Year's Eve. That's one night that just kind of always happens. And they're so hard to get because there's only so many. Well, especially in a small city like Madison. Yeah. So everybody's like fighting for the the, the same, you know, couple dozen cabbies. <laughs> yeah. How much do you think the Uber is going to be? I don't know. I bet I I'll, I'll still surge that baby. Yeah. Up. I don't care. It's worth it if they, I mean. Sure. If they get there in time and you don't freeze to death. Yes. What was the longest we ever waited for a cab, Wendy? I believe oh, I believe that was in Austin, Texas. And I think we waited. <laughs> New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. I believe we waited like an hour and 45 minutes for a cab to get from one side of this Austin to another. That sounds about right. Yeah. That was crazy. Like it was like 4.45 in the morning and I remember just sitting there yeah. looking out at this weird Cool. Okay. Anyway. And if you make and if you make that choice, which you know I hope you do, if you yes, if you please choose take to a imbibe, cab. Um, then, you know that's just part of the price is you might have to sit around and wait, and hopefully you have a warm place right. <laughs> to do that. Hopefully, and some fun people to hang out with while you're waiting for your cab. Hanging out with fun people on New Year's Eve um, is very important because you know there's a lot of superstitions about December 31st and January 1st. Yeah, like if you hang out with boring people, your year is going to suck. <laughs> your year is going to be full of boring people. <laughs> no, but really though, superstitions, um, let me think. Like I, what, I, what was something that you did or you remember doing or your family did or even you did it yourself as like an OCD thing? Gosh, you know, I can't really think of anything as far as specifically, I mean, other than being awake for the turn of the new year. Um, but I, as far as OCD goes, I, I do, it's not cool. I realize it's not popular. Uh, Maybe it is popular, but I like to, to set resolutions. Sure. And so for many years, I would do a hundred day challenge where I, beginning with January 1st, I would try to exercise every single day, you know, like don't break the chain kind of Absolutely thing. Absolutely don't break the chain. I use and lift. I use lift for that every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's something that I would do, but that's not really a superstition. That's more of just kind of a, I like starting on day one of the year and the, of the calendar year. It's kind of something that I enjoy, I guess. There, I think there's something to, I, I do think there's something to it. There's something psychological in the fresh start. There's something, I mean, it's the things, I mean, I guess the older I get, and obviously, I've already told you my age in the very beginning when I talked about the year 2000. Use your math, kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. Use that, <laughs> use that math of yours. Um, the older I get, the more I just like, I like to do things like that. I like to start projects on January 1st. I like to give myself that kind of 
pressure or deadline or something like that. Because I feel like um, life's already giving us a, a deadline, the big one. <laughs> the so, deadline. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the drummer with the joke. Nah. Um, so I, I, we're already getting that big deadline. So I like to have that feeling of like, okay, you know, this year I'm going to give this a try or this year I'm going to give this a try. And I think that January, for, so I'm with you on those New Year's resolutions and those challenges. Anything in particular that you're going to try? For this year? This year? Um, I still, I actually have a bunch of things and I really need to sit down in the next day or two <laughs> to um, think about them. Try to, yeah, to sort that out. So yeah, I mean, I have some fitness goals and some some creative goals, some projects I want to start up and um, especially with respect to this podcast and our band. Yes. I've got several goals in that arena. So I, I need to map them all out though, which is... Um, you know, I like to leave things till the very last second. So how about you? Do you have... I'm, st- I'm going to run a half marathon in February. Wow, that's a big one. So yeah, it's outside and I haven't... I, I mean, I've run in some pretty cold stuff before, but this is going to be... So you're talking a local one. You're not like flying to Hawaii or somewhere no, where it's gorgeous. No, it's, okay. a, it's a Minnesota one where in February, it's not gorgeous. Minnesota. <laughs> it's, it'll be... I mean, today it was... Uh, like five degrees. Like after the weekend, it was 35 and 40 and stuff in Wisconsin where I was. But today it's uh, five degrees, so it's freezing. Tomorrow will be negative eight. <sighs> and so I think it'll be a different kind of challenge to run in the cold and go with that. For sure. Well, I admire your uh, your ambition with that one. That's that's not an easy one. Yeah, so that'll be one. And I'm going to try to do this uh, athletic vegan diet for the first part of this year too. Okay, that sounds fun. Something, just something to mix it up a little bit. So yeah. I, and I figure January 1st is a good time to, to start. And, and in the meantime, I'm enjoying some white Zinfandel while I still can. <laughs> I was going to say, and it's, it's a good time to do it because really there's nothing fun going on here during January no. February. So you might as well just be completely miserable for a couple months and, and put your nose to the grindstone. And, and get something out of it, I yeah. feel. And so yeah, I, I really enjoy that. And... um. Anyway, I I might do the February album writing month again. That's something I'm thinking cool. of. Cool. I yeah. really I really enjoy that. But I mean, I we we've been kind of kicking out a lot of songs anyway. So I, I don't think we need that particular uh, you know, art, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of the superstitions we do in the new year and the things that um, you know, the things that we do. I know my mother used to always give us noisemakers. Oh yeah, those little like uh those super annoying clickety clackety things. Yep, you you ring them around. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Well, that's you're supposed to make a lot of noise, um, to scare away evil spirits at midnight. Oh, really? Yep. You know, it's it goes back to the whole thing we were talking about before that winter time, and it's still dark, and we're just coming. I mean, nine days off the solstice here. It is still more dark than it is light. And so that wall between our world and the spirit world is still thin. So evil spirits and the devil himself hate loud noises, even though the devil likes metal. So I don't know if he hates all <laughs> loud noises, uh, but you make a huge din at New Year's Eve. Some people shoot guns in the air if that's your thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's the same reason that people ring church bells on their wedding day. It's kind of to get rid of the, you don't want evil spirits to interfere in this, in this marriage. I did not know that was why they did that. I thought the, the wedding day bells were because you're celebrating and it's joyous, kind of like, hooray. Yeah, well, you're kind of, I mean, you're celebrating. You don't want Satan into your marriage. Okay. That's perfectly legitimate. So the noise, the noise makers is something we would always do. 
Okay. We did, actually on Christmas this year, my mother brought noisemakers too. That's cute. Uh, that Christmas, and we had little, the crown, we wore little crowns. Oh too, so yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. Sure. We used to do those little paper cracker things that you pull on, you pull on the, they're like, they look like twisted up kind of, um, like wrapping paper and then you pull the two ends and then there's like a little paper crown and maybe a little prize in there. And yep. We do those. We just did that on Saturday night. Cool. That's fun. (laughs) So, uh, there's nothing like watching a bunch of middle-aged people just all with paper crowns in their heads, (laughs) having a beer on uh, Christmas weekend. So, um, no, so that was fun. So Noisemakers is the, the their first one. That's the one my mother always talked about. And uh, so that's the one we always did. Now, we, Noisemakers are one thing. And one thing my family's never done, but I know it's popular in the South, is food. Oh, that is something that my family always did. So a what, big ca- what kind of stuff did you eat? <laughs> big, a big spread. <laughs> What'd you eat? Yeah, um, well, there'd always be like usually uh, like shrimp and shrimp dip, which I'm not a big fan of that. In fact, I don't like it at all, but <laughs> really, I used to, I used to love it. It's a special occasion kind of food, you know, mm-hmm. that and like lots of just snacky hors d'oeuvres and, um, and my mom would cook up a big, well, for New Year's day, she would cook up a big pasta meal that we always look forward to. So it was kind of like one of those things where, Hey, it's time to party, like bring on the food. <laughs> okay. And so did you guys ever eat black eyed peas? We didn't, we never did that. No, we just basically consumed Okay, you just ate a lot. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people in the South eat black-eyed peas. What's the significance of that? That's kind of a strange... Well, it's uh, it's the first food to be eaten on New Year's Day for luck and prosperity throughout the year ahead. Um, okay. They think it dates back to the, the Civil War, and because black-eyed peas were a food for livestock, and then they later were like a food staple for slaves during the slave slave days. Okay. And also... On Sherman's March to the Sea. Have you ever heard of Sherman's March to the Sea? Uh, sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. During the Civil War, General Sherman went through and they burned a trail through the South. The Northern Army just went through and it was kind of a way to um, dishearten the Southern forces, the Confederate forces. And they just, I mean, they burned Atlanta. They just burned the plantations. They burned everything um, to just have a take no prisoners kind of thing and scare the Confederate army, hopefully into submission. But what they didn't destroy was the black eyed peas. Oh, okay. So it's a hearty, hearty uh, kind of. Yeah. And and so that was something they spared. They spared that. So I kind of luck and prosperity served with greens collard greens mustard greens turnip mm. greens healthy stuff that's right the peas represent coins and the greens represent paper money oh that's cute cash money some areas use cabbage sometimes i want to do that well that then sounds like there you go for new year's you, you already got a plan yeah um cornbread will serve that represents gold and for the best chance of luck one must eat at least 365 black-eyed peas on <laughs> How many? Day. Okay, so how big of a serving you're hungry. That is? is that, no, but I mean, they're not very big, so it's like, is it just like a small cup or a bowl? Or yeah. I'm curious. I've never actually like counted the, the quantity of beans in a serving. I figure black-eyed peas, like it'd be a couple of, I mean, I don't, I don't think they add it up like that. I think a couple of servings. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, Maybe I'll do an experiment and see just how large of a, a plate or whatever that would be. Well, some people add uh, pennies or dimes to the pot before serving it. 
That's disgusting. I would not so, recommend doing that. <laughs> so do not put my. It says shi- it says just shiny new one, but you know most of the oh, change, change yeah. you get. It's just it's like I'm well, gonna uh, I'm gonna take this off the floor and I'm gonna put it in my food. <laughs> right. I'd like to add the bacteria of at least you know 500 people to my meal. Right. Um, How'd you like meningitis for New Year's? Even if it's a shiny new one, at, at a minimum, the person at the bank's germs are on it and right. yours. Yep. Yep. And then so. probably somebody at the mint had to I don't know. I'm just I'm kind right. of Nobody puts paper nobody puts paper money in there, I see. <laughs> but whoever gets whoever It's a gets, cute idea. Whoever gets the coin receives the best luck for the new year. Unless of course they swallow the coin and then they die. <laughs> then no. and then they die at New Year's. Um okay. So Interesting. That's, well, so, that's cool. I'm going to try that, I think. Black Eyed Peas, even if you're not in the South, that's just something to do yeah. for, um, yeah. So, I mean, neat little tradition. Noisemakers kind of stuff and uh, Black Eyed Peas. And then they also tell you to uh, do a little bit of work on New Year's Eve. Work, boo. Yep. That's a day off of work. Well, they say do some work. Wait, on uh, New Year's Eve or on New Year's I'm Day? I'm sorry, on New Year's Day. Okay. Oh, boo. Yeah, I, I think I think bosses made up that superstition. I was just going to say, oh, like... Oh, if, 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 if you don't work on New Year's Day, it's going to be bad luck. <laughs> um, but we should just start the rumor that it's bad luck to work on New Year's Day. I agree. That's my kind of that, superstition. But they say you're only supposed to do a little bit because engaging in a serious work project on that day is unlucky. Oh, okay. So just to like a little teeny like one task or something. Like yeah. send one email or like like make a sales call on New Year's Day. <laughs> oh God, that'll make somebody happy. <laughs> hey, I hope you're doing good. Like at eight o'clock in the morning on New Year's Day, <laughs> you're supposed to make a sales call. Don't okay, don't do laundry on New Year's Day. Why not? Lest a member of the family be washed away. No, stop in, it. In the upcoming That's months. Awful. Some people don't even wash dishes. We call those people lazy. Well, I mean, this does go back to the whole New Year's Day is a day to, to sit around and not work and relax. Absolutely. It's, it's, your, uh, it's a day of rest. I think it should be. And we get less and less days of rest uh, as we go on. So that, yeah. So anyway, do a little bit of work on the first day of the year. Don't go, don't go by your uh, place of employment, though. Just do a little bit of amount. And don't do laundry. You're supposed to wear new clothes. Okay. It increases the likelihood of receiving more new garments during the year to follow. So if you like getting clothes. <laughs> if you're a minimalist, I don't recommend it then. Right. Exactly. Because you're going to get a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, and then you're probably just going to have to give it away. Okay. This is the one that I, uh, I hadn't heard of before. Nothing is supposed to leave the house on the first day of the year. Okay. If you've got if you got presents to give out on New Year's Day, you're supposed to leave them in the car overnight. Don't so much as shake a rug or go to the recycle bin. That's interesting. Or take out the garbage. Why why is that? I mean, what's where what is that? How did that come about? Well, a lot of the idea is that something must be brought into the house before something is taken out of the house. So there's a there's a tradition called the first footer. Okay. So it's the it's the first person that comes into your house after the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve will influence the year you're going to have. Ooh, uh, that's kind of fun. Now, and according to this, what I'm reading here, it says ideally he should be dark-haired, tall, and good-looking. 
All right. That, that's my New Year's dream. Oh, my. And All it'd right. Be, it'd be even better if he came with gifts. Well, so, obviously. Isn't that true of any any visitor? Right. Um, but listen to the gifts. They say, well, oh, no. Some of the gifts are a silver coin. The good. Nice. A bit of bread. Well, okay. Okay, that's good. Like a, bread. S- a sprig of evergreen. Ew. It makes things smell nice. And some some salt, maybe. Okay. Right? And can, uh, yeah. or or maybe a lump of coal for your furnace. No. For your, you want oh, some coal. Okay. Not just not just coal to like hang out and like to, like put on your walls or I'm gonna write some on your walls. Well I, you associate coal with being bad. So you, we do. I mean we associate coal with our man Krampus. And it's like dirty, not clean energy, so that's true. Coal isn't clean energy, so it's bad for the environment. It's, I mean, that's not the kind of gift we want our dark-haired, tall, and good-looking no, visitors to No, Mr. New Year's visitor. Don't you be bringing that here, please. Okay. okay. Oh, blonde and redhead first footings are bad luck. Oh. <laughs> All right. So basically, I'm going to go and just start randomly knocking on people's doors right after midnight. <laughs> yeah. And just female first footers should be shooed away before they bring disaster down on the household. <laughs> What is this? Seriously? Aim a gun at them if you have to. But no. Don't, but don't let them near your door before a man crosses. That is sexist. I, I don't like this. I, what? History. History is pretty sexist. Um, <laughs> so, any, so the first footer. So you got to have something come in before somebody leaves. Before something leaves. That's the, the whole idea that more things will come into your life, into the house, on, if that happens on the first day of the year, then if you leave, more things will be leaving your home and your family and stuff. So that's a little bit like the, the secret. It's the law of attraction. Sure. Here. Coming in New Year's superstitions. It kind of sucks for the, the guy, though. The guy that has to go and visit people. Because who's going to come and visit him first before he leaves? Well, that's right. The cycle has to start somewhere. That's right. So he's the, he's the guy. He's the guy that... Uh, Gets the short end of the New the Year's sacrificial lamb, the New Year's stick, right? <laughs> uh, you know my my favorite tradition on New Year's is probably kissing at midnight. Oh yes, that's a nice one. Right, everybody likes a quick makeout session <laughs> right at midnight. Like yeah, um, but it's it's that's kind of a way to ensure the ties and affection over the next twelve months. So that kiss of midnight, I mean, I don't know if that works because I've kissed plenty of girls at midnight where that affection has ended in the next, you know, in the next 10, 12 months. Um, but that's the way you kind of, uh, so you want to start out the new year in a good way. You want to keep that tie going for the next year. And that's why we kiss at midnight. Okay. I've, well, that makes sense, I think. Yeah. But just be careful if, if you're like at a bar and you do the random, oh gosh, it's getting close to midnight. Quick. I need to find somebody to kiss. Right. Right, and then you just kiss the first person. Because I've next seen to you. people do that. Yeah, and then you're stuck with them for a year. <laughs> you're like that's it. You got him a fake number and stuff like that, oh, and man. avoid them. I'm stuck with this bar skank <laughs> for a full year, or just you know, like some dudes like get bad breath, and you're like, oh no, um, <laughs> gross. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes. Okay. So the kissing. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, the New Year's baby that you always see, like little baby with the, the the top hat yeah do you know anything about that or what its origin is or what it <laughs> i mean obviously it's a new year so it's like a baby being born i get that okay so you know i i'm not 
where the idea, I mean, the idea of the old man in the year. So it's, it's comparing a year to the life of a human. And so that baby's brand new and it's fresh and it's beautiful. And uh, the baby comes in and kicks the old man out. And it's right proper with its little top hat on. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> it's a new year. Time to party. <laughs> Look at that old guy. He is out of here. But isn't that the yeah. way of people, though? Like, yeah, we always want something new. And so that, that personification of old man, you know, letting the old year out. Um, oh, yeah. Opening the doors. That's something we used to do, too, at New Year's. Really? Yeah. We, What's that? Well, we used to open the doors to let the old year escape. Oh, that's cute. So that's the, he's got to get out before the new year. So the baby new year can come in. I see. Okay. You let the old man out. Yeah. And that's kind of what you do when you um, do the noisemakers. What? what? Well, like when we used to do the noisemakers, we'd open the door. To, le- to, to annoy the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Well, our neighbor, I mean, my family, the neighbors were uh, half an acre away, yeah. so I couldn't hear. But we could make that, we could use the noisemakers and we just open the door and do it. And um, I forgot about that. That's funny. That you, you have to let old man New Year get, get or old, the old man escape and so that the new guy can come in. Well, that is one I have not heard of. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, I'm, interest, I'm always interested in New Year superstitions around the world. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's fun. What do you got? Well, I, I'm looking at Filipino superstitions. And I, I, you know, I know very little about the Philippines, um, except it looks like a nice place to visit, I guess. Um, but here's some Filipino superstitions that I, I thought were, uh, they have the make as much noise so you can scare away evil spirits. Okay. We got that one. They have open all the doors, windows, cabinets, and drawers to let Whoa. Good, good fortune in. Now, here's a wise one. Pay off all your debts before the new year. Okay, that's good. I like that. Start clean. Start at zero. Fill your wallet with fresh peso bills. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, if you can find me some fresh peso bills, I will fill my wallet with them. Um, Is that kind of like the secret thing too, where you're like, you have, you go into the new year with the abundance kind of mindset? Right. Like my wallet's full. It's going to be... Right. Whatever your financial state is in at the stroke of midnight, that's how it's going to be all year long. So you're setting yourself up for success or lack thereof. The alternative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'll hope for success for everybody because. That's right. Wear polka dots. So okay. if, you're, if you're Filipino, you wear polka dots. Anything round signifies prosperity. So uh, you can, if you have a polka dot dress. That's a good one. I like that. I like po- that a lot, actually. A polka dot tie would look good <laughs> if you're a man. And then the kids like to jump 12 times at midnight to increase their height. Oh, that's cute. Yep. Um, they think it's important to have a very round grape in your mouth at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> very round grape. Okay. Well, we said that anything round signifies prosperity. Weren't uh-huh. you just, when we were doing the pre-show, weren't you talking about grapes? Yeah, there was. Okay, so I read on this New Year's superstitions list. Okay. Um that where is it something about eating grapes brings good luck or something so i was curious because the the list i was looking at didn't specify why <laughs> oh sure i'm lo- okay i see the list now oh yeah and, yeah there uh, it is grapes 12 of them one for every month of the year and and pork you should be eating pork what because pigs root forward when they eat and we all want to move forward so 
this list is growing and I mean I'm picturing this buffet of of <laughs> black eyed peas and greens and pig grapes and pork it doesn't really sound like a party buffet to me like no it's well it sounds kind of gross number one it sounds like a lot of carbs um <laughs> so yeah it's obviously not a it's obviously not a a, a paleo new year um, but it is the last hurrah before you you know that's delve true. into those resolutions so but um okay in in the philippines new year's day itself don't clean anything. I like these. I like these Filipino superstitions. Yes. You, you might sweep away the good fortune that oh. came in on New Year's Eve. So don't clean anything. Okay. So we can't do laundry or dishes and we can't sweep. And don't spend any money. I like that one too. If you're thrifty on the first day of the year, that means you'll be thrifty all year round. Some other stuff around the, around the world for New Year's. Um, Irish tradition involves banging on the door and the walls with Christmas bread to chase the bad luck out and bring good spirits in. Okay. Um, so that's the same thing as firecrackers and making yeah. noise and banging the, pots, banging the pots theme of bands. Being, being loud and raucous. Yeah, and the Irish love it. They do. Um, the youngest boy in the household should light a candle at dusk to burn through the night until morning light. That's a Celtic tradition. Um. That might be related to the tradition of lighting candles in the windows to chase away evil spirits. Um, Germans drop melted lead into cold water. Oh, that's awesome. And then take turns. Where are they getting this like Germans, we heat drop, source to melt lead? We are going to drop lead into the cold water and so take cool, turns though. looking at it. No, I, I think it's a thing like um, they call it augury. Like people said they could read tea leaves and tell the future. Okay, or like the or, coffee, the coffee creamer swirls. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, but they have kits in Germany that have lead pellets and suggestions for discerning what it means. So it's the same kind of thing, but melt, I mean, melted so lead cool. sounds serious. It does. Yeah. It's yeah. We melt our bullets and we put them right into... Right, right into the cold water. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so just a couple of traditions uh, around the world. And, you know, you guys can always email us if you have something that your family did for New Year's Eve and that we missed. Yeah, um, definitely. That, that you guys did that you thought was particularly fun or something special or even modern tradition. If you guys watched a movie or a certain kind of TV show. Yeah, well, actually, this is one thing I wanted to ask you about. The, the ball dropping. Where did that originate? I mean, what I I get it. It's it's kind of like a you know, like the sands of the hourglass falling down. It's but I mean, was it just something that somebody said? Oh, this would be cool, cool thing to do. Or what's is there anything behind that? Or is it is it just uh, purely invented by somebody in, in New York or Swarovski? I guess the 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 ball has a bunch of Swaf- Swarovski crystals in it or something. Okay. All right. Now this is where I look it up and then I come back yeah. with an answer for you. And I'll just keep talking about it because I actually I saw it um the turn of the millennium. Turn of You went to, you went to see it, right? That's well, the best. I was in New York not for the actual turn of the millennium, but just days beforehand and uh, my family and I were on our way to London, England for the actual turn of the millennium, right? To celebrate okay. it there. But um we were in New York on our way to London, so we stopped there for a couple days and it just 
you know, because it was such a big event, they were they were actually rehearsing it. And so we got to see the ball drop like <laughs> not for real, but for pretends. Um, um, but that's fun, though. It was cool. And it's like when you're actually there and you see it up close, you realize how gigantic it is. And you have kind of a, a little bit of a different perspective than just the television view of it. But well, uh, here here's something I didn't know. What's that? Okay, number one, Times Square is named after the New York Times. Oh, I didn't know that either, but it completely makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> ni- 1904 was the initial celebration. Okay. The New York Times had just opened its new headquarters at the intersection of 7th Avenue, Broadway, and 42nd Street. Mm. They they convinced the city to name the area in that Times Square, and they would set fireworks from the base of the Times Tower at midnight. Okay, 1906, the city bans fireworks. Probably because somebody got burned to death. And like, also, that's how it usually goes. Plus, like with all those buildings everywhere, really? I mean, <laughs> right. Something's right. going to catch fire. Like, we're going to launch, not... right? Everything's wood back then. Yeah. You know, like Dangerous. Uh, the fire trucks. Like, what are they going to, like, they didn't have hoses. Like, they got a spit and stuff like that. So it's very uh, that's dangerous. dangerous. It's very dangerous. And so event organizers arranged to have a 700 pound iron and wood ball lowered cool. down the pole. So it was the alternative to fireworks, basically. Yes. It was where it originated. Okay, well, and, there we go. And they moved. The Times headquarters moved since then, but it's remained a tradition to watch the ball drop starting at 11.59 p.m. And more than a billion people watch it around the world. Yeah. So I will probably be watching it this year myself. Cool. cool. Um, so last year, I went to go see a Beatles tribute band. At mid at mid on midnight on New Year's Eve, well, that's it was a good fun. time. And, si- and since we're not going to be playing this year, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But um, I'm working out my plans too. But I, I guarantee you, there's going to be a lot of noise made. There's going to be no cleaning on New Year's Day. There's going to be doors open. There's going to be uh, what else? Uh, grapes eaten. Um, I guarantee that there's going to be a ball dropping. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> all right, great. <laughs> so all right. So. Uh, when everybody, uh, and if you have any interest in New Year's resolutions, please send it to us. Show at OtherSidePodcast.com. We'd love to hear your New Year's resolution or any traditions that your family did on New Year's Eve. Yes. You want, so everybody have an awesome. Happy New Year. New Year's Eve. And we can't wait to have more fun for you in 2015. That's right. And Mike, just on that note. Mm-hmm. We are going to be making a bit of an adjustment to our um, syndication schedule That's beginning right. in the new year. So we just want everyone to know, don't panic when it doesn't come out on an, on its usual Tuesday, Friday, or Wednesday, Saturday <laughs> right. rotation. Um, we're going to be moving to a weekly format and we'll be coming out on Wednesdays. So hopefully that works for you. If you prefer something else, don't hesitate to let us know. And um, if you have any topic ideas... Yes. Let us know because we have a lot of stuff in the hopper. And I mean, paranormal and pop culture, there's about a million things we can do. It's true. Um, but there's always something new that somebody knows about that we don't. So if you want to hear us cover something in 2015, please let us know. If you have any comments or you heard something that you think is crazy, please let us know about yes. that. Twitter, we're at Other Side Talk. And you can find the show notes at OtherSidePodcast.com slash 19. And once again, thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. We love you. And we wish you the very best in 2015. Happy New Year. Cheers. So for New Year's Eve this year, we picked a Sunspot song about how endings don't necessarily have to be bad. Even though they're sad, 
they can lead to new beginnings. This song is called Alive Day. for listening to today's episode. You can find us online at othersidepodcast.com. Until next time, see you on the other side.